Jimbo here of the Ale and Audio podcast, which is usually only available on Spotify as it includes great music as well as beer, pub shed and home bar chat. If you want all of that, then head over to Spotify. The episode you're listening to now is a version without the music, which features chats with Jules, founder and organiser of the Indie Beer Feast event in Sheffield and Sheffield Beer Week. I also chat with Sheffield Distillery and Neepsend Brewery about their special collaboration beer for Sheffield Beer Week, which is an annual event held in Sheffield that takes place in early March, where many of the city's craft and real ale bars and breweries come together to run various events and special collaboration brews. So I am very, very pleased to be joined by Jules, who is the organiser and founder of both the Indie Beer Feast, uh, which is on the 4th and 5th of March, coming up very soon, and also uh, the Sheffield Beer Week. How is it going, Jules? It's good. Thanks for having me on, James. It's uh, it's nice to chat to you. Um, so yeah, excited to tell you a bit more about what's going on in 2022 considering we couldn't really have anything nice or have any joy uh, in 2021 and obviously 2020 you know um was uh, was the story uh, of two halves again wasn't it because uh, we've managed to have a festival and the beer week and then and then the pandemic happened afterwards so yeah it's been a bit of a crazy uh two years for everybody hasn't it yeah i mean i've been wanting to get you on as well because i know that you know you you, you you, you work incredibly hard on on these two particular events, uh, so I really wanted to have a chat with you know with the founder and the organizer of it all. So, so how long have the the sort of two events been been going for? Uh, so Sheffield Beer Week started first. Um, that started in 2015 was the first one. Um, so that was kind of the first year it was quite low key. We probably only maybe had about 15 venues involved. Um, started that with a good a good friend of mine actually who was doing food blogging at the time called Claire Tollick that used to write uh, under Feast and Glory and um, I met her through doing sort of stuff with Exposed magazine which is kind of a, a Sheffield's version of Time Out um, for the South Yorkshire region so we sort of met through food and the love of food and drink and then I had this idea to start uh, a beer week in Sheffield where we were both living and she uh, helped me with that. And then, yeah, that's grown over the years. I think people really got it after the first year. Yeah. So it's pretty much doubled in size. And, you know, we had sort of um, at least 30, 40 venues and, you know, upwards of 60 plus events. Um, obviously, 2022 is going to be a bit different. Um, a lot of the venues have had it really tough through the pandemic, of course. So it, it's probably going to be a little bit muted compared to, you know, and understandably compared yeah. to previous beer weeks. Um, but there still is very much a thirst for having a bit of joy again, getting out, seeing people, um, you know, in person as we can now. Um, though obviously still being mindful because we're, we are in this coming out of and living with, uh, living with COVID phase, which is uh, obviously something that we're all working our way through, um, as best we can. Um, but yes, yeah, so people are really looking forward to it. So it's about eight years mm-hmm. now. Um, and then the beer feast, which is the which is the weekend, traditionally sort of kicks off uh, Sheffield Beer Week. That's kind of so it's the beer feast, but it kind of brings in people from across the country, doesn't it? That one, as in different breweries from from outside of Sheffield as well. So, do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So, yeah, Sheffield Beer Week is more of an umbrella event to obviously celebrate the Sheffield, you know, brewing beer, you mm-hmm. know, pubs, bars, bottle shop landscape. But obviously, 
you know, though you'll have lots of local breweries doing collaboration beers and getting involved and doing events, we also sort of showcase, you know, the wonderful world of beer. You know, we see it as like a global um, a global stage, really. And, you know, you for example, you might have a Sheffield brewery like Abbeydale, yeah. but they may well be importing hops from, you know, New Zealand to use in a beer that they brew, you know, in the city. So, like, it's recognising the fact that, you know, beer in itself can be quite a global um, a global um, thing. And then the same with Indie Beer Feast, really. So I, I kind of always wanted to do a beer festival, having gone to a, a lot myself over the years. Um, I always wanted to sort of really do, you know, my own. Uh, so that's when I kind of started Indie Beer Feast. And the first one was just a one day. Uh, we had two different sessions and it was in 2018. Um, so it was, it's quite a small event. It's not sort of a huge, you know, beer festival. We maybe have sort of three to 400 people a session. Um, and then the year after sort of it, it, it obviously went well. Uh, we had lots of positive response, loads of great breweries pouring. Um, obviously local breweries like Lost Industry, um, like Abbeydale, of course. Um, I think we had Neeps End of, of poured one year. And then St. Mars the Desert, I think it was the first festival that they poured out, which might have been in 2019, I mm-hmm. want to say, I think, uh, was uh, the, the first one because they're quite a new brewery um, uh, based in Sheffield. Um, and, yeah, so it sort of grew to two days, four sessions. We sort of welcome about 1,500 people over the course of two days. Um, we have around between 15 and 20 brewery bars um, so what's great about the festival is that you actually have people who work at the brewery, you know, on the pitch, you know, on the the stand, yeah. as it were. So people can really get, you know, chat, I guess, personally to the people that, that brew the beer or, you know, sell the beer or market the beer or, you know, all of the people that work at the brewery, which I think is a real positive for the event that people really like. Yeah, and there's some there's some great names going in there. I mean, like Pomona Island, uh, Manchester-based brewery, uh, Finales, I noticed as well from Scotland. So you've yeah, got so people coming from this year. yeah, yeah, yeah. We try and have like obviously I've got you know uh, uh, Sheffield breweries, you know Saint Mars again, Abbeydale, um, Lost Industry again are pouring. But yeah, we we like to invite people from all over the UK. Really, I mean, we've had a few international breweries in previous years as well. Um, but it's just about good beer, isn't it? It's sort of showcasing the yeah. wonderful scene that we've got here in the UK. Jules, tell us a little bit about who's coming down to the beer feast. Um, so, you know, we, we've got people like Fine Ales coming down for the first time. I mean, I love Yarl. Uh, Yarl, it's like a classic pale ale, isn't it? Um, that's really like won the hearts of beer drinkers kind of around the country. And I think Ian from Fine has promised me they're going to be pouring Yarl Oh. You know, for as much as the sessions of the festival as they can. Um, so that, that'll that be great. Um, but yeah, like Pomona Island that you mentioned, yeah. quite an up and coming. Salford, sort of at Manchester, they're just outside Manchester based brewery. They're doing some phenomenal IPAs, double IPAs, like mega sour beers, if you love those styles of beer. Um, I mean, I'm quite excited. Rock Leopard is going to be coming yeah. up and, and pouring. So Stacey's doing some really important things in the, in opening up sort of, um, diversity in, in beer. And he's brewing some brilliant West Coast 
IPAs as well, which I just I love. Um, bring bitterness back to beer. Um, so yeah, it's great. He's uh, we've got a bit of funky beers going on. So James from Wilderness in Wales, he's doing some really interesting barrel aging and sort of funky wild um, aged beers. So I'm quite excited to see what he's going to bring. Um, so yeah, this a is nice mixture. It's going to be music to the ears of uh, some of the beer lovers and pub sheddies because we've got about eight or nine of us descending on the uh, beer feast on the Saturday oh, evening. Yeah. So uh, we're look, we're oh, really nice. looking forward to that. Um, but it's not just uh, it's not just brewers, is it? You've got sort of is it some like artisan spirit makers and f- people uh, with sort of specialist food there and things like that as well? Is that right? Yeah, I mean it is sort of primarily beer focused, yeah. uh, but we in addition this year we've got two beer bars that aren't officially sort of brewery bars they're run by they're kind of more um uh outfits run by two phenomenal women who are Mm -hmm. doing some really um positive promotion in their area so daisy who runs craft beer newcastle that really promotes beer in the northeast so she's hosting a bar and she's going to be showcasing a load of northeastern breweries which i'm quite excited about because i'm originally from county durham so um and the beer hasn't been great in the past um so it's nice to see like in a lot of other you know counties around the uk this growth of craft beer you know specialty beer whatever you'd like to call it um so i'm quite excited to see what the northeast has has uh, has got to offer i'm sure pa- um, our pablo disco bar one of our sheddies who's coming down he, he, he's got the pablo disco bar pub shed he's going to be ex- uh, probably quite excited about the northeastern beers as well that are on show oh great oh, that's good <laughs> i mean i know that daisy's managed to get a few special beers that are going to be pouring for the first time oh that's so good. He, yeah he'll, he should find something he hasn't had before hopefully um but from a brewery that you know he might be familiar with and then rachel who runs women on tap which is a, a sort of a community interest company um festival up in harrogate in north yorkshire so she's hosting like a women on tap bar so it'll all be beers will be pouring by like co-owned or female-led breweries um so that that's quite exciting as well um albert ross um sort of who's i think second or third generation cider maker uh down in ross on y he's going to be uh bringing some fab um sort of single varietal ciders um to indie beer feast and also hogan cider as well um that have been around in the scene doing some good stuff for a while so yeah the, there's going to be cider there's a bit of uh what italian low intervention wine um but yeah as mentioned it is mainly beer if you love beer, pubs, pub sheds, home bars, weekending and great music, then this is the podcast for you. Probably one of the most interactive podcasts out there, and that's not just me blowing my own trumpet. That was me blowing my own trumpet, though. Anyway, there's loads of things to get involved with, such as our weekly song request courtroom with Judge John. Hello, Jimbo, and hello, my lovely listener. How are you? Choose a song to fit with our weekly theme, and John will give it a score out of 10. Can you get a place in the 10 out of 10 club? It's got to be a 10 out of 10, Jimbo. Also, I'm joined each week by guests and friends from the Instagram Beer Lovers, Pub Sheds and Home Bars community to talk about beer, home bars and give weekend shout-outs to everyone who gets in touch. I said I'm getting too old for this shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'll apologise in advance for the bad dad jokes. New episodes out on Fridays on Spotify. Hit follow on the notification bell and start your weekend with the Ale and Audio podcast. Absolutely brilliant.
So I'm down at Neepsend Bruco uh, in the Neepsend area of Sheffield, not far from Kelm Island. And uh, I- I'm not 100% sure what I've been asked to come down for. So Paul Harrison uh, from the Sheffield Distillery, uh, of course, who we've had on the show in the past before, asked me to come down to Neepsend Bruco because they're down there to do something a bit special. So I'm with Gavin from Neepsend Bruco. Tell me what I'm here for. What are you doing? So we're brewing a special collaboration beer today uh, with Sheffield Distillery, which is going to be ready just in time for uh, Sheffield Beer Week, coming up in, uh, in three weeks' time. And uh, we're combining the distillery and the brewery element by brewing a, a botanical beer. So we're using botanicals that are normally used in, in, in gin. Uh, so we've got juniper, we've got uh, coriander, licorice, and uh, angelica root, and some citrus peel uh, going into a beer today. Brilliant. So how did this idea come about then? Uh, whose, whose idea was it? Was it yours or was it yours, Paul? It was a fairly drunken conversation at uh, the Sheffield uh, Brewing and Drinks Bible that we were both in down at Heist Brewery a few few months ago. <laughs> so you thought, well, obviously Sheffield Beer Week coming up, it's a, it's a good week to do that for, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, We, we always try and do a few... Uh, collaborations or something special for beer week We've never, normally with breweries um, it's a really fun idea to do it with, with a distillery um, and we're talking today about maybe doing a return trip and doing a possibly doing a gin distilled with some hops uh, sort of keep that uh, relationship going well you've already got a good because obviously I've, I've been going to the commercial pub which is obviously where the Sheffield distillery is for years and uh, you've, they've always got Neepsend uh, beers on there so that's been, that's been quite some time now hasn't it yeah, I mean, that must be going, well, you might have better than me, Paul, probably five, six years maybe. You've had Blonde on the bar and, and, and other beers. So, yeah, it's, we've, we've worked together for a long time and it's, it's one of the best things about this, this industry, the sort of beer and selling industry, is everyone gets on and it's, and, and it's nice to collaborate and sort of get the, the community kind of element of it going. Uh, it's probably been a big uh, few years of change for yourselves as well because obviously you've always traditionally done the sort of traditional uh, real ale sort of cask beers and things like that but then obviously with the craft scene as well uh, you've proper expanded haven't you? Yeah I mean, I mean we, we, when we started which was nearly seven years ago now um, cask beer was I mean really still the kind of only game in town really you, 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 keg was starting to happen um, it, it wasn't really on the agenda. It wouldn't make sense for a small brewery at the time. But no, we, you know, we've we start we went into cans really as a result of the uh, the lockdown. Um, but we do a lot we do a lot more keg now as well, um, and, and a lot more different styles, um, which is great because it's an opportunity to play around. We've just been t- tasting a uh, hibiscus rose sip and um, red currant sour this morning, which is fermenting at the moment. Um, and it's just having those other sort of packaging formats to give us that outlet to, to play around a bit more. Excellent. Um, so is this is this a way to kind of showcase what like the distillery does as well, and sort of combining sort of beer, craft beer and and uh, obviously uh, craft uh, spirits as well. A little bit. I think they do go hand in hand because if you go out as a couple, they'll probably be drinking beer usually, and the, the lady will be drinking a, a gin and tonic. But now we've kind of combined the two. So, we're trying to anyway. <laughs> what is it we we could expect then? What, what sort of what sort of flavour is it we might be expecting from it? That one's been handed over to me. Um, well, well, we'll, t- we'll tell you in a couple of weeks when when the, when the beers went to down. Yeah, I mean, so, so we're using juniper, licorice, uh, gentle root, and some citrus peel. Um, I've not used those things in beer before. Or we, we used citrus peel in beer before. Um, we're gonna, we're, we're, it's it's going to be a wheat beer. Some some some. some um, like, you'd expect coriander and some those kind of some herbal botanical things to be used in that kind of beer so there'll be a little bit of sweetness to balance out the the, the interesting flavors of the botanicals we're hopping it as well um so to, to be honest it's a little bit of a, a, a bit of a punt we'll yeah. see how it turns out it's gonna be fun um 
with it being an experiment, does do, do, do you not know? The, this is just out of interest. Do you not know at this stage what kind of percentage it might come out at either? Uh, no, it's going to be four and a half percent. Okay, which is some. Uh, Ties up to, to the, yeah, we, the gin. We, we bottle at forty five percent. Right, okay. The beer might be good at four point five. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we can we, can, we know what the, we know what the beer is going to be. ABV kind of uh, mm-hmm. appearance, those style, but just the flavour notes from the from the botanicals. And will will be uh, yeah TBC. And is it it's it's top secret? It's probably not top secret. But do we have a name for it yet? Uh, no idea. I think that's one of the discussions. Not, yeah, one of the discussions we need to have today. By the, by the end of the day, hopefully. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Well, we'll uh, I'll provide you uh, listeners with an update on that. Um, so going forward, then, is this are you doing? Are you looking at doing more collaborations and things like that? Yeah. So Gavin, uh, I think he's going to pay a return visit towards the end of the year. Do a do a gin with Neeps and Brewery at our place. Um, we're always open to collaborations with people, especially local and of course your awards as well recently like since I last spoke to you it just seems like every other week there's a new award to talk about yeah we're doing alright doing alright so what we your most late recent one was uh, was it another international spirits award was it? yeah so we won silver at the world gin awards for the London Dry and a bronze at the world vodka awards for the plain vodka and of course you, your online events and in person events are still going off as well yeah we've got cocktail night on Saturday so I'm not looking forward to Sunday morning. Um, but yeah, so it should be, should be good. Um, good stuff, but thanks for speaking to me. Thank you very much. So I'm with Karen, who is the social media guru, um, online guru sort of thing for the Sheffield Distillery. Um, so I really want to come and chat to you about the kind of events that you do. I've had a quick chat with Paul. I know you've got, uh, well, as this, this episode will go out, you'll have already just done your Valentine's um, special. Yes. Um, so we, you've not done that yet, but uh, you could tell us like, what kind of things would you have done at the, <laughs> the Valentine's well, thing? Well, we're going to be doing um, four cocktails each. So couples would like to come or another person can come. We can split it in half. And they're getting four cocktails, they get to make each one, they get to find out about why we designed this cocktail, what our gins and our vodkas, our spirits went in, and they'll learn all about how to uh, make them at home and try and experiment a bit. So we've tra- it's like an introduction to cocktails making, really. And uh, I think when we do the, va- the Valentine's one, it's just to get the couples to have a, something a bit alternative than a meal and, and things like that. And obviously, it's on the Saturday after, so it's a night out That's well. it. And, and these events, which I've attended myself before, are both online and in person. That's right, yeah. We started off in uh, during lockdown, so obviously nobody could go out. And we found that the virtual events were really, really good and very popular. And now we can do it in, in the uh, function room at the commercial and online. So we, it, it, the people what were able to do it virtually in the first place, they actually went, you know, they were in Wales. There was a, a, a birthday party, what they didn't get together, but all four of the ladies came on they, they it, we can still do it even though they can't visit Sheffield themselves but we can send the stock out so it's quite interesting and you get a varied amount of people and different types of people and they all love it really and it is well organised it's very sort of smooth going uh, try to be <laughs> it, it, it really is and, and, and fun at the same time as well yeah. so and you know people get the opportunity to ask questions uh, you know about the, the, the sort of process of putting these spirits together and all that kind of thing and uh, as I've said to Paul well done on your, your rewards as well yeah it's been uh, really great actually I think we've got we're in the line for a few more so hopefully if you keep an eye on our social media networks you'll see well just hopefully we can be a really really uh, 
great distillery and we can get our name out a little bit further afield with all these awards that's what it means to us you know people think oh yeah so it must be really really good it's tasting is the uh, appreciation but it does make a big difference to say yeah we've got a silver here we've got a gold here we've got a bronze here they're all really good to collate and, and we're really proud I hear as well from speaking to somebody else that it's uh, World Bartender Day coming up. Yes, uh, it is, yes. Um, we're going to probably do something on, along the lines. We're not too sure yet. We, we've, we've looked at some of the dates that come up with the World Bartender Day, World, the World uh, Gin Day, World Vodka Day. There's also always something what we can do, and we'll try and bring it to the masses as much as we can. No worries. Well, thanks for chatting for me, Karen. Thank you. If you like the Ellen Audio podcast, then please do give us a rating on whatever podcasting platform you listen on. Also, if you want to hear a version of this podcast complete with music and pub shed chat with beer lovers and pub shed community members from Instagram, then please check out the full version of this podcast only available on Spotify. So I'm very pleased to have part two of my chat with Jules now, the organiser and founder of both the Indie Beer Feast and Sheffield Beer Week. The Beer Feast is taking place this weekend, the 4th and 5th of March, as I've been uh, mentioned quite a few times on this uh, podcast, uh, which tickets sadly are all sold out for now. But this coming week, starting on the 8th of March, we've got Sheffield Beer Week, which has been running for a number of years now. And you've got quite a bit planned, haven't you, Jules? Yeah, we're, we're, what we're trying to do is kind of combine online and in person because we're conscious that, you know, not everyone maybe can go out or, you know, can make it to Sheffield. And we kind of, again, want to sort of connect with people. So we've got um, a list of beer historians, sort of researchers, enthusiasts that are based kind of around the world, really. So there's Lars, who's um, in Norway, that's done some phenomenal work about Norwegian farmhouse ales, which is, you know, really interesting. Uh, Ron Patterson, who's um, a beer historian uh, that lives in Amsterdam, I think, currently. Uh, we've got Dr. Christina Wade, who's in Ireland, who does some fantastic research around Irish beer, women in beer, all sorts, actually. Um and Tim, who works with the Brewery History uh, Journal, and also the Sheffield Feminist Archive, who I've done some work with under the Sheffield Beer Week banner, trying to sort of archive um, and tell the stories of sort of women in beer, um, uh, which is going to be kept in the Sheffield archives. So I feel really sort of um, proud about that, yeah. working with them, because... You know, it's kind of we're trying to capture, you know, what's history that maybe hasn't been or history that <laughs> maybe hasn't been talked about yeah. or hasn't been captured or stories that haven't been told. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 going to be an online event. And what we're trying to do is share everybody's um, experience and skill set, I guess, to try and inspire other people to go out and do research, you know, whether it's on your local family history or whether you want to discover more about, you know, your local pub scene or historic breweries or whatever, really. Um, you know, we kind of want to inspire people maybe to go to go out and do some research themselves, because the more people that do this, the more stories, uh, you know, will be uncovered. And, and I think the more variety of people, you know, will get to hear about rather than, you know, maybe the same the same stories that you you sort of hear all the time so um 
Yeah. Now, it, it all sounds very, very exciting, you know, all this going, all the collaborative brews as well and all those kind of things. I've been, because I, I spoke to uh, the Sheffield Distillery earlier and, uh, oh, yeah, and, and Neepsend. Yeah. yeah, so I went I went down to the brewery and had a, had a sort of sneak at what they were doing uh, and had a bit of a chat oh, with them. Nice. So there's so much going on. So, so well done for putting it all together because it must be an incredible effort to, you know, to pull everybody together and get all this organised. So, yeah, well, well yeah, done. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've got obviously shout out everyone because Sheffield Beer Week is just like an umbrella event and yes you know to some degree I'm kind of there maybe you know saying oh please do this or it'd be great if you did that you know and and obviously bringing it all together and promoting but essentially it's really down to the breweries the bars the beer shops you know the historians you know um, everyone that actually hosts an event themselves and puts it on you know they're the people that really I need to thank as well because it what it's about is it us all coming together, you know, to promote the local beer scene and to um, to sort of reap the benefits and to share, you know, why we love it so much. It's That's kind it. of a, yeah. Going back to things you mentioned regarding women in brewing, which, uh, you know, you mentioned in last week's episode is championed at the Indie Beer Feast this weekend. Uh, there's other things taking place too across Sheffield Beer Week. Is that right? Well, it's it's something we would do anyway yeah. because we sort of like to champion these areas. Mm-hmm. However, International Women's Day also falls in Sheffield Beer Week, so it felt like a really natural, organic thing to sort of celebrate and to, to shout about positively. Um, but there's going to be two brews going on, one at Lost Industry and one at Heist Brew Co., all organised by the sort of female brewers there. And that'll be going on on International Women's Day, which is Tuesday, the 8th of March. So it is open to anybody. You don't have to be working in beer um, to come down. It, it's meant to be a really open session for any for any women or those that identify as women and non-binary folks. If, you know, you want to find out about beer, get into the industry. You can also come along. Um, just get in touch with the breweries in advance to obviously let them know uh, that you're going to be coming down. So yeah, there's 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 a nice theme that goes on uh, yeah. really, and then my business, uh, which is Hop Hideout Little Beer Shop, uh, we're also doing like a week of um, showcasing uh, women um, brewed beers. So I'm going to have some fantastic beer on from um, people like Double Barrels because Lucy and Redding's doing some great stuff with her husband. Um, I'm going to be having a Wild Card. Uh, Jager Vice does some amazing um, work and beers. Um, uh, nomadic in Leeds. Um, I mean, it's what's great now. Like I've been in beer for, um, oh God, I don't know, over 10 years plus. Um, and you could possibly name a lot of the, the sort of women in the, the scene, especially the independent scene mm-hmm. from a brewing perspective. You know, it was quite a small list, let's say. Um, you know, like Janina Ashover has been in the scene a long time. Uh, Claire at Welbeck. Um, Sarah at Brewster's but now what's amazing is there's so many more women that's just fantastic so I'm discovering new breweries like Merakai um, are a new brewery that I hadn't heard of uh, with the, with the, that are co-owned and with a, with a woman as well so it's great to actually discover uh, new women uh, doing great things in the scene as well. It is, and we we had Priya, uh, a lady called Priya, on the on the show uh, before Christmas, who who did an event with Saint Mars of the Desert Brewery. It was called uh, it was called 
uh, barges in beer, I think it was called. Oh, I don't know if you yeah. spotted that, but uh, I've certainly sent her some of the details for some of the events that are taking place. And think, oh, that's great. Yeah, because I think she's very keen to get involved in because she's doing some amazing stuff uh, with, with oh, her well, home well, That's brewing. what it's about. I mean, it's about making the connections, you know, getting more people involved. Um, so, yeah, thanks for passing the details no on. I think I actually might have had some of her barges at the oh, tap yeah. room. I, she, well, I, I'm lucky because I used to work with Priya and uh, she used to bring him into work and they are incredible oh, no. <laughs> really good but it was interesting because we had a chat with her and she was sort of saying that she tries to kind of have some of her her own cultural um sort of influences into the beer that she brews as well which which was really interesting to chat about as well oh that's great i'll have to have a listen to that episode then yeah, because yeah. um you know i think that's what's that's what is really positive about opening up the beer scene and, mm-hmm. and it being more diverse is actually you know, you get really interesting, um, you know, beer ideas that maybe other people might not have thought of. And, you know, it really does, I think, bring a bring a lot and it will continue to bring a lot. The sort of the more we open the scene up as well. So, yeah, that's great. And and like I spoke to a lot of people who, you know, are quite, quite firm on believing that Sheffield is fast becoming like the mecca of like, you know, the beer and craft beer scene in particular, like it, because it has just, it's so it's changed so much, hasn't it, in a, in a short space of time, relatively, really. Yeah, I mean, I think it's been a bit of an undiscovered gem. Mm. Those that knew about it, you know, knew how great it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's a lot of people maybe that have sort of, you know, gone to other cities nearby, let's say Leeds or Manchester, you know, before kind of then coming to Sheffield. And I think people are, I think what we're doing in Sheffield is, which what we're trying to sort of say is, this is all our heritage and history. You know, we, there's some fantastic breweries who, you know, specialize in cask beer, which is amazing. We've got pubs that really look after that, um, you know, cask ale as well and do a fantastic job. But we've also got kind of, we're not like a cookie cutter city, is what I say. Like, it's very unique. Yeah. And there's lots of down to earth, welcoming, personable folks in the scene as well. Um, you know, cause sometimes you can go to other big cities and you, you go into the, some bars and they all look quite the same. You know, there's yeah. a particular look or a style, um, or a fashion. Um, but I mean, I think in Sheffield, you know, it's very much kind of quite individual. Um, that's it. I mean, you know, yeah, I'm taking the, uh, the, the sort of the sheddies and the Instagram beer lovers who are coming down, taking them down. Uh, I thought a good start place for us to start would be uh, Burton Street. Um, because you can just hop out of one bar and straight into another down there. You know, you've got the Grafters Bar, which has just opened as yeah. well. The old workshop, Heist, uh, all those kind of places down there. Salt's opened in Sheffield now as well. There's just so many different places to, to try. Uh, yeah, and like and I said, they've all got, got like a different the feel to them. Yeah. Like the gardeners Island, and, yeah. Cat, gardeners, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what's great, isn't it? I think it's the variety. You yeah. know, you've got brewery tap rooms, you've got, you know, bars in all sorts of warehouses in Kellam mm-hmm. Island now, you know, traditional pubs, micro pubs, like, um, you know, drinking beer shops. So it's, it's, it's like an, a really nice variety, definitely. And, uh, yeah, just to finish with your own place, so Hop Hideout, uh, who you're based in Commune, aren't you? Yeah. So we, we've been around for about eight years. I've moved three times <laughs> and the third time is in the food hall uh, commune, which is kind of on the cusp of town meets kind of Kellam Island. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's quite nice that it's sort of a bit of a food and drink stop 
either coming out of Kelham Island or on the way into Kelham Island. Um, but yeah, so I, I have been going for about eight years doing the little beer shop thing in different guises over the years. Um, so yeah, still here. <laughs> Excellent stuff, yeah. And uh, yeah, it is a nice little place. I mean, you know, again, you're in, you're in an absolutely brilliant place. You know, like I said, just on that sort of bit between sort of where the centre meets Kelham Island. So perfect position. Uh, definitely give a commune a visit if you're ever in Sheffield as well. Go and pick up some beers and see what's going on there. So where can people find out more about Sheffield Beer Week? I mean, I probably should say head to the website. Yes. Uh, so there is a listing <laughs> page on Sheffield Beer Week's website. Uh, which I'm sure uh, you can share, but it is just uh, sheffieldbeerweek.co.uk. Um, there's loads of stuff being listed um, daily, really. Um, and, you know, we've got beer and history walks. Uh, we've got tap takeovers. We've got, um, I've seen like Abbeydale are doing like a keg beer and snack pairing down at the Riverside pub. So there's lots of beer and food events going on. Um, you know, we've got, Local breweries doing things like Neat's End. They've got a wood-aged beer that's going to be pouring at the Wellington, uh, which is, I think that's quite exciting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you've got, like, breweries coming from outside of Sheffield, like Duration are doing a, a beer and food uh, meal at the Stag's Head on the Sunday, which for the last few years, obviously minus 2021, um, the Stag's Head have always done like a beer and food dinner on the Sunday and it's always been phenomenal. They've, they've, they've always had really great breweries and it's always been a um, a wonderful menu selection. So the people, um, people who are listening intended on going basically start start your diet the week after Sheffield yes. Beer Week. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Good stuff. Well, thank you very much, Jules. Uh, I can't, I, I mean, I'm looking forward to the Beer Feast and uh, Sheffield Beer Week even more now after speaking to you because you just brought it to life even more for us. So thank you very much. It's all good. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want to hear all of this, plus loads of great music, pub shed and beer chat, then please do check out the full Ale & Audio podcast, only available on Spotify. New episodes every Friday morning.